Hey guys, great to see you as well. Thank you, Justin. Um, just to say, uh, we're going to break bread if you haven't picked that up um, on all the messages beforehand. So you may want to, uh, there's no advertising break for you to go to the kitchen and get some bread and wine. Uh, but if you want to get that ready, if you haven't already, uh, when I've finished preaching here in a few minutes, we'll pray together and, and then break bread. Uh, as well for children, uh, over on the Facebook page, you may well have seen families that there are some uh, donkeys you can make. I think Daisy or Kaz have posted them up there and some palm branches you can wave around. So if you're a child or even a grown up that loves doing craft, uh, then make your way over to the Facebook page either this morning or if you're uh, at this evening's meeting at six o'clock and, and you can make yourself some, some palm branches as well. Let me put those over there. And uh, today we're looking in John chapter 16. Uh, the message would be titled Scattered Yet Not Alone. Um, John's Gospel gives us our pathway through April and through the Easter period. Today we pick up uh, the end of chapter 16. Jesus has been in this deep, uh, loving dialogue with his disciples uh, on Passover night, the night that he was uh, arrested. Already uh, in the preceding chapters, he's washed his disciples' feet. Um, he's predicted his betrayal from Judas, um, his denial from Peter. He's comforted them. He's promised and taught on the coming Holy Spirit. He said that he's the vine and we're the branches. He's spoken about their changing relationship with the unbelieving world. And now at the end of John 16, he's about to teach them that he's going to leave them and they are going to leave him. Then from there on, he goes towards the cross tonight at our 6 p.m. meeting. We'll be in John 17. Wouldn't you have loved to have been around this particular table, this particular meal with Jesus, hearing this amazing, rich, deep, teaching and we'll follow through the rest of the story then over Easter and in the weeks beyond Easter through the end of, of April. So let's just turn to John 16, 31 to 33. I'm just going to read three verses there today and perhaps this week you could take your time uh, to read yourself through chapters 13 to 17 slowly, prayerfully. So Jesus says in uh, John 16 uh, and verse 31, you believe at last, Jesus answered, but a time is coming and has come when you will be scattered, each to his own home. You'll leave me all alone, yet I'm not alone, for my Father is with me. I've told you these things so that you may have peace. In me you may have peace. In this world you'll have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Wow, what an amazing passage. And, and so here today we find, finally, having been with Jesus three years, the disciples believe surely now they're going to push on into all the kingdom promises that are about to unroll they're going to take jerusalem they've marched in with the palm branches but this is not the plan of the kingdom now they're united in their understanding of jesus and at this tipping point surely jesus now says no no you're going to scatter to your own homes and you're going to leave me alone ecclesiastes 3 says there's a time for everything a time to scatter and a time together this apparent chaos that is about to unfold and perhaps it's prophetic for our days today this apparent chaos apparently is god's plan and timing in his kingdom purpose jesus knows he's about to be abandoned he's about to be left alone jesus has already experienced much isolation in his life the prophet isaiah says he's the man of sorrows and familiar acquainted with all kinds of griefs Jesus has known voluntary isolation and involuntary isolation. 
voluntary isolation. Uh, as soon as he was baptized in water, he went led by the Spirit for 40 days alone, praying and fasting in the wilderness. Often we find he would uh, escape to solitary places to be alone with his father. Involuntary isolation. People left Jesus. They found his teaching too hard and they walked away. His own family, his own mum, his own brothers. They thought he was mad. They thought he had mental health issues and delusional tendencies. In the garden, in the next chapters, we find just when Jesus needed the companionship of his friends the most, they fell asleep and left him behind. They ran and they scattered at his arrest. One of his closest friends, one of the 12, betrayed him. On the cross, he cried out, even my father has forsaken me. Are you feeling alone right now? Hey, just wave at me if you're feeling alone. Uh, wave at the person next to you. Hi there. Yeah, I'm feeling alone. Um, do you feel sometimes, and especially at this time, that life hasn't worked out quite as we'd hoped? It seems unfair. Maybe people have misunderstood you. Maybe people have left you. Maybe even in your own family you've experienced this painful dislocation. Maybe friends have let you down. Maybe you're experiencing the grief and the, this pain of isolation right now. Maybe for a long time you've been trapped by illness or you've struggled yourself with mental health issues. Maybe you feel, even now perhaps, there have been times in your life where it seems as though God is not hearing you, that he's not answering you. If you're struggling right now in lockdown, or if you were isolated and lonely even before this time, I'm here to tell you today, Jesus knows, Jesus cares, Jesus sees, and Jesus Christ understands. We come to Jesus. We come to the one who's experienced all the sorrows. Why don't you just say all the sorrows? Yeah, I can't hear you. You're muted. But let's pretend you've said it right now in your front rooms. He experiences all the sorrows, all the struggles that we may face and endure, even to the point of death on the cross. And he shares these experiences and sufferings with us in order that we may share life in him. So let's just take this this nugget of gold away today. What is Jesus's secret in isolation? Our oh, friends, if we can learn this, verse 32 tells us this one verse is our hidden treasure. It's our best kept secret in this shutdown and for our life on the other side of this. Jesus said, yet I am not alone for my father is with me or I am with my father, whichever way around you want to read that. Right now, away from the family of the church, away from friends that do you good. And oh boy, Kaz and I this week, we've missed our friends. Someone came to drop something around to us who we know and love this week. We stood two meters apart as they dropped a package off. We couldn't even hug them. If you're separated from your friends right now, if you're separated from all the structures and the patterns of life that hold us up, we're scattered to our own homes. What is the identity that we're going to build our lives upon? Hey, Jesus had developed an inner identity that was sustained by the daily presence of his father. I think there's some passages that will come up on the screen now. We won't have time to go through them all, but Luke 4, where he was 40 days in the wilderness. Luke 5, alone with the father to pray. Luke 6, all night with the father before he chose his disciples. Mark 6, the disciples had come back um, from demonstrating the kingdom. He said, go rest with the father. Uh, it's been intense. Matthew 14, Jesus processing his grief alone with the father after his cousin John has been killed. Luke 22, alone in the garden of Gethsemane, just with the father, processing this deep emotional turmoil. This history 
that Jesus had constructed in his identity meant that when he's going to be at his most alone, Jesus knows, I am not alone, but I'm with my father. He had this rich pattern that he developed of isolation with God for ministry preparation, for prayer, before making big life decisions, to be refreshed after intense seasons of life, to process his grief and his emotions. Isn't that the kind of emotionally healthy inner world that we all need right now? And in a world like Jesus, to be disciples that carry this simple identity, the Father is with me. Our sabbatical that Kaz and I enjoyed last summer um, and some of the reading I've been doing since, and I realise I haven't learned this stuff even in these last few weeks, but I've been relearning, we've been relearning some of the, the rhythms and patterns of, of simple prayer and, uh, and, and solitude and slowing down and trying to focus on relationships, relationship with God, with family, with friends. Uh, I spent last summer three days and nights with the, the monks uh, in community and, and uh, day and night doing all their routines and, uh, and, and prayers. And one of the brothers told me the highlight of his day that he'd been doing since 1984 was his one hour of reading the scriptures after the second set of prayers in the morning. He said, it's my time to connect with the Jesus of the Gospels, to encounter him, to be refreshed by his presence. He told me he lives for that hour in his spirit, and he's been doing it every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year since 1984. Last month, uh, when we were with the New Ground team uh, in Brazil, um, we were taken by Carlos and Cinder in Piracicaba up to their secret place of prayer in the woods where they go sometimes to take hold of the father even to pray all night sometimes when there are things they need breakthrough in it, it turns out it's not such a secret place um, there are many other believers that go there too there are signs and scriptures that are hanging in the trees for, for them for Carlos and Cinder it was a crazy notion that that we here in the UK would not have such a place of prayer of our own that we run to where we could be alone with the Father. We can be so like the disciples here in this passage in contrast to Jesus. We can observe all these life-giving principles that are lived out in Jesus's life and, and we can be like me a pastor today that can read books and hear sermons and teach sermons but never fully come into this identity for ourselves. And so for these disciples their faith remained in the shallows and when trouble and distress came they scattered. They only just survived. In fact, one of the Judas didn't survive at all. He never made it. They had real faith, but it wasn't deep enough to sustain them in a time of crisis. Let me ask you today, disciple, are you going to come through this? Where is your identity rooted? Hey, the good news is Jesus knew that we would fail. He knew that they would fail, just as he knew that we're going to struggle at this time, even with our real faith. I've been reflecting this week how good it is to know that the church isn't built on our human strength, on our ability to overcome, on, on my ability to hold everything together and fix everything, but instead it's rooted in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Jesus overcame when we ran away. Jesus overcame in isolation where we just give up. Jesus overcame so we don't even have to try to overcome. It's not human effort that will get us through this. Jesus has already done what human effort can never achieve. We just get to trust him. Verse 33 says, receive his peace. Receiving peace is not something that we have to do. 
all we have to do is put our hands up. All we have to do is open our hearts. Hey, we're not pretending. We're not in make-believe. We're acknowledging, hey, there is really big trouble in the world right now. There's big trouble for us. Some of us right now are afraid. Some of you are afraid for your family. Some of you have sickness right now. The, the, the nurse that I was WhatsApping with last night, who from Monday is going to be directly treating corona patients. Hey, I recognize your fear right now with my chaplaincy. Some of the footballers I was messaging yesterday that are frightened for themselves and their families. Hey, you don't have to be alone. Receive his peace. If you're watching now online or later on this week, you don't have to be alone. Receive his peace. Take heart. Receive courage. Why is it we can do that? Well, because Jesus has done the work of overcoming. He's overcome isolation. He's overcome trouble. He's overcome fear. He's even overcome the greatest enemies of sin and death so that we can take heart. Take heart today, disciples. Look to Jesus with me. There was one time Jesus knew true isolation. And that was when he was stretched out and he died for us on the cross. The one time in history where Jesus was truly alone when he went up down under the weight of our sin into death for us. The one time God the Father turned his face away from the Son, his perfect, blameless Son, now carrying the burden and the mess of my sin. And so the Father rejects him as Jesus carries our sin away and carries away the punishment that you and I deserve. Jesus is abandoned to the grave so that you and I never have to be. Jesus is separated from his Father so that now in Christ, we can say, for there is nothing that can separate me from the love of God. Jesus feels what it's like to be fatherless for a time as he carries my sin on the cross, so that we can be sure that in him, we will never be left alone as orphans. Jesus feels that the Father is hidden from him and hidden to his cries, so that you and I can declare today, my life is hidden with Christ in God. Hallelujah. Beloved, these are rich promises for us in the scriptures through the gospel. By the Holy Spirit's help, you and I can have not a weak faith, but the same confidence that Jesus Christ had. I am not alone. I am with my Father. And so let me encourage you as I finish in this time of isolation, in this time of separation from each other, all the normal patterns of life broken off from us. This is a God-given opportunity for us not just to clear out the shed and learn a language and paint the house but to learn this isolation in the way of Jesus Christ to rediscover and, and reroute ourselves in this identity as children of God in Christ sustained by the presence of the Father in a deeper way that will produce fruit in my life take heart receive peace today Jesus has overcome the world amen just going to ask you even in your front rooms or if you're watching at home later on, why don't you stand with me now? Let's be active in responding as we pray. First of all, I'm just going to pray for those who maybe don't yet know Jesus. And then Kaz is going to lead the rest of us in a prayer. Are there any here watching today who realize I don't know Jesus in this way? I've not built my life on this Jesus who died on the cross and overcame the world. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to do life on my own. Surely you know now, as you've heard the gospel today, you can't do it on your own. Please turn away from that self-reliance and dependency. Turn away from your sin and turn to Jesus, the one who carried your sins and mine on the cross. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you died for me. I thank you that you took my sin away. I thank you that I can lay my life down 
this morning at the cross. Uh, in the same way that you died and were buried, I thank you that I can die to my old life. I can leave it behind and I can be raised to life with you and into a relationship with God that can lead me and sustain me in a new way. I submit my life to you today. Please forgive me my sins. Fill me with your spirit and help me to follow you from this day forwards. I put my trust in you. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer today, and if you know you've prayed it for the first time, please email us, hello at lovecrawley.co.uk. We want to help you take your next steps. Now, believers in the church, still with me right now, still standing, just lift your hands. Cassie's going to lead us in a prayer. We come to the one who knows isolation, to one who knows how we feel afraid with our life's plans taken out of our control. We come to you, Jesus, asking you to lead us to your Father, to sustain us in this deep intimacy which you promise is ours by the Holy Spirit. We believe your promises again that you will never leave us or forsake us. We thank you that even when we fail through weakness and shallow faith, you restore, strengthen and help us. Thank you that our lives are in your hands. We receive your peace right now, deep into our hearts. Peace with God himself. Peace which enables us to take heart in distress. Peace which turns our heart to the one who has overcome. Yes. We welcome you into our days and nights. Help us to follow you to the Father in simple patterns of prayer, worship and isolation. May something strong and fruitful grow to sustain us for a lifetime from this time of stripping back. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Amen.